Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There, God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dominic Romaldi here with Street Talk Theology, where we take theology and we bring it to the streets. How's everybody doing this morning? Nice morning here in Arizona, crispy, about 50 degrees. We're doing well by God's grace here at Desert Sky Baptist Church. Good to be with you. Flying solo this morning. I know we're in the middle of doing uh, biblical covenants with Ashuk and Pastor Michael Teddy, but... Um, I think uh, the baby's out now, uh, meaning that Michael's Michael's son had to uh, go, uh, go to the hospital, and they spent a week there together. I think they're home now, Lord willing, doing well. But I'm flying solo today, and was thinking about, you know, what I can talk about. You know, I'm never lost for words here at <laughs> Desert Sky Baptist Church sitting in my study. Got some sermon prep got to do uh, after this. Um, something else too, but I know I got a couple of, th- oh, I got to go, okay, I got some sermon prep to do for a future sermon, and then I got to go over the sermon I'm going to preach in a couple of days, so got some work cut out for me, but wanted to spend a couple of minutes with you guys, just seeing how you guys are doing, just touching base, um, everything is good. do want to mention that we are now part of a uh, part of the Christian podcast community. They accepted the old New Yorker, and then obviously my my two partners there, uh, Pastor Michael and, and Ashuk um, from India. So we'll be, uh, we're, we're honored to do that and honored to be part of that network. We'll speak a little bit about more about that when I get Ashuk and Pastor Michael on. But it is an honor. We thank uh, Andrew uh, Rappaport and, and the whole staff there and crew um, for um, allowing us to, to share and to, to study together and to Hang out together here on Street Talk Theology. Oh, don't have no cold brew today. Got some 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 nice hot Dunkin' Donuts coffee I'm sipping on as we are navigating uh, this morning. Like I said, I, want, I don't want to be wimpy. I know for you people on the East Coast, it's like it was like 40 degrees this morning and windy. And that's, for Arizona, that's pretty cold. But, you know, my blood had thinned out over the years, me being from New York City, so... I know there's some people experiencing a lot more colder weather. So, uh, what does your old pastor want to speak about today? So, I was thinking about something, something different. Um, and I wanted to talk about commentaries. Uh, what's good commentaries to use? What aren't good? Well, basically, what are good commentaries? I don't know if I'll get into any what's bad. But um, I, I would just talk about commentaries and... And especially people in ministry or uh, conducting Bible studies, you may want to know what commentaries are reliable, what's more exegetical, more devotional. I think that those things are important. Um, I remember when I was in seminary, I, I had did a paper uh, on that, what commentaries are good for certain areas and certain things. So I want to delve into that a little bit different different topic. I mean, I'm not I won't be doing no teaching except on my commentaries a little bit and 
and what they may offer. And I, right now, if you look at my desk, I got commentaries all over. Um, some things will be brought to mind on, on some commentaries. Now, listen, and I mean this, Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail, if you guys need any recommendation on good commentaries to read or we can interact on, maybe you can make some suggestions. Um, so let me let me let you know what I try to do with sermon prep. So, uh, and I think I mentioned this before on a earlier earlier show, but just to recap, is we're going to talk a little bit about commentaries. I try to write the first. Obviously, you got to pray and ask the Lord to, you know, help you navigate through the text, read the text, and things. People have all different kinds of ways. I know people. Some people read, you know, the text a real lot, and some people look at it, and it's just the different ways that people uh, prepare sermons, and, and, and by God's grace, um, if God's in it, and that, that's all that counts. Um, so for me, I, I, I look at the text, obviously, and, and then I try to write the sermon on my own. I, I try to do that. I didn't do that prior. I mean, when I first started, I, I depended on the commentaries a lot. I use the commentaries now after I write the sermon, to see where I can add, take away, and trusted commentaries, then I can add something to it, and uh, be very careful, obviously, to quote who you're um, speaking about in your sermon. It's really important. Um, Attrition, um, giving people the right attrition is is really important um, as you're preaching. You know, somebody said this, but if you're quoting, if you could remember, try to give them attrition. And if you um, actually say something verbatim by them, it's good, you know, and I quote, open and close quotes on your sermon. So with that being said, so let's let's say, I was just thinking, let's look at the epistle to the Romans. Let's just think about that for a second. Now, and then I'll go over a couple of sets. Now, one thing I do not suggest, and I want I only suggest this, is one author commentaries on the whole Bible. You know, I know people have their Matthew Henry's and I know, um, obviously, uh, the John MacArthur Study Bible and and things like that. So people do have those, but I do not suggest them for sermon prep or exegetical prep. Now, if you're using them, and I'm not trying to be dogmatic here, I mean, you you know... um, uh, Say you, you like John MacArthur the way he ex, exposits, say Romans or Philippians, and that's fine. And and, and but but you know you I, I think there's a, there's so much stuff out there that and if you're using that, you can look at other stuff too. I think that's important. Let me see. I'm looking at at my notes here. So the Baker uh, exegetical commentaries, they're an interesting Baker exegetical commentary in the New Testament. It offers up-to-date, accurate, and authoritative analysis of the Greek New Testament. Now, this this commentary here, you probably need to have a little knowledge of the Greek, um, for sure. It's a, it's a, a solid commentary, uh, but you need to have uh, knowledge of the Greek to, to look at this. Like, okay, so I'm looking at here in the New International Greek Testament Commentary. Uh, the Book of Revelation by uh, G.K. Beale. This is probably the granddaddy of them all in the Book of Revelation. It's a, it's a huge, it's a phone book to say the least. And Beale does a great job. When I preached through Revelation, I used 
this. Now, he'll come from an amillennial perspective, obviously. And, and so, but, but again, when you're doing exegesis and, and things like that, you can land on, on, on some things and you may want to look at uh, commentators that land on your, uh, whether you're a, a dispensational or post-mill or things like that. But since I'm amill, I, I, I think Beale does a great job. Um, little knowledge of the Greek is, is needed to look at this um, commentary. So Book of Revelation, uh, G.K. Beale. A uh, little knowledge of the Greek there. Let's look at 1 Corinthians for a second. So if the same set, uh, the New International Greek Testament Commentary, um, the first epistle to Corinthians, I'm looking at Corinthians, Anthony C. Uh, Thesselton, this guy's excellent in, in, in 1 Corinthians. But again, a little knowledge of the Greek is needed. But if you want to go to the NICNT, New International Commentary on the New Testament. Gordon Fee does an excellent uh, commentary on the first epistle of the Corinthians. And that would be more, you wouldn't need any knowledge of the Greek. And if he does use a Greek word, he'll explain it. Same thing really with the, the NIGT commentary. Even though it is a from the Greek New Testament, you know, they do explain things. So if you're looking to learn a little bit, you can learn from those from those commentaries also. And I'm all over the map here, so don't charge me on this. I'm all over the map. I'm, I'm trying to deal with sets and single commentaries. But I do like single commentaries on certain books, and I'm trying to give you the best um, that I know. Now, you know, usually the, let's say the um, Epistle to Romans. I'm just kind of staying in the New Testament a little bit. Now... You'd need an advanced knowledge of the Greek to delve into the best commentary on Romans is by C.E.B. Cranfield. Now that's it in a set that's that's a little um, shaky and you want to be careful with the international critical commentary. This happens to be the finest, I believe, um, work on Romans. But you have to have probably a, not advanced knowledge of Greek, but probably not probably middle uh, knowledge of Greek, uh, not middle knowledge of some of that uh, theology that's middle knowledge, which I don't agree with. But anyway, um, so you want to Cranfield, C.E.B. Cranfield, two-volume set. It's really solid. It, it's a good commentary. It's a solid commentary. But it's, like I said, it's, it's, you need to have a, a pretty good knowledge of the Greek. But I think for the uh, Epistle to Romans, Doug Moo, again, at the NICNT, Douglas Moo does a wonderful job. In fact, Doug Moo, uh, this is the, Doug Moo, he actually did one for Moody, uh, the first eight chapters of, of Romans, which is really good, but he stopped it right there. But in the NI, again, in the NICNT, New International Commentary on the New Testament, he does a complete work. On. It's a phone book. It's a, it's a phone book, um, but it's well worth it. It's good stuff, and he'll practically get into that. So let me give you a set. This is an interesting set. Now I now for you guys who like the older commentaries, there's a there's a set called the CCGNT, and this set was established I think and finished in 1909. Now it's kind of dated. But it is on the Greek New Testament, uh, and it's got various authors, 
And one of the finest authors in that in that commentary series is a guy named B.F. Westcott. And it deals with a lot of the church fathers, so some of the interpretations you'll see maybe allegorical and stuff. But but let me tell you something. Anything by Westcott is really good. Um, he was a gr- good Greek scholar, and I've gotten a lot from that. Uh, and this is, like I said, dated. It's an older commentary. But uh, don't be um, don't be nervous about using older commentaries too. Um, I like the newer ones, but you know this happens to be really a good commentary. CCGNT, um, like I said, it's on the Greek New Testament. Um, it's a good commentary to have. So here's one that's interesting, and here's one that that you have to kind of read the notes a little bit. This is the New American Commentary. Now, this is by Broadman. You got Old Testament, New Testament, various authors. Now, there's some good ones here. It's theological in its notes. So, you know, and and it's kind of the body of the text is more practical kind of, you know, things like that. But in its notes, it's highly theological. But they got some really like um, Bach on Judges, um, Daryl Bach on, on Judges is uh, Daniel Bach, uh, Bach on Judges, really good. Uh, Howard on Joshua, excellent. Timothy George on Galatians, really good. And, and, and one of the finest commentaries in that set in that set is one by David Garland, Second Corinthians. This is an excellent work on Second Corinthians. And again, that's from the New American Commentary from Broadman. They, they, he, he does a really good job there. Let me see. What else do I got in my list here? Uh, Baker, New Testament Commentary, Simon Keistemaker. Uh, There's a 12-volume set. This, this actually was started by William Herricks, uh, Hendrickson, but he died in 1982. was completed by uh, Keistemaker. Um, again, this is a one. It's from a reform perspective. But it's a one author for uh, basically, I, in this case, two. But again, I, I like to stay away from the one author commentaries on, on every book of the Bible. It's just not uh, the way I'm wired. Let me see. I'm trying to think on. Furbish does a good one, too. Furbish does a good one, too, on Second Corinthians. I, I'm not remembering right now, but you can just put in Furbish. Second Corinthians will get you where you need to go. He does a great commentary. I think that's from Anchor. And again, Anchor, you got to be careful with too. Uh, the Anchor Bible commentary series, you got to be careful. A lot of liberal stuff there. But there's some good stuff too. Um, Joe Fitzemeyer does some good stuff. Philemon. Fitzemeyer does a good, a couple of good commentaries there. Philemon. Um, he also has one on Romans that's really good. I'm working through First Samuel right now. I'm working in 1 Samuel right now, and I'm, I'm using Samora from the NICOT, uh, New International Commentary on the Old Testament. Samora uh, is really good, but I'm using a couple of them. And like I says, what I like to do is write my sermon first and look at the commentary. But uh, again, I'm, I'm Ralph Dale Davis. Ralph Dale Davis is a, uh, uh, again, he's a, a one-volume guy that uh, does a lot of different uh, books on the Bible. He doesn't have a set. He's pretty good. Uh, he's not, uh, he's more practical than exegetical, exegetical, but he does have some good exegesis too. Obviously reformed in his in his thinking. I, I, use, I use him as a, another source. 
Anyway, I just wanted to say that um, obviously as, as pastors, as teachers, the first thing we want to do is we want to pray through the text. We want to read the text. And like I said, write the sermon, write your study, and then obviously look at good commentaries. Now, you guys that are into more Bible studies, there's something that, that this series that I never looked at, it's called the Opening Up Series. It was uh, finished, I think, in 95. Um, it's got some good authors. This is more for, I would believe, to be Bible studies. And you can use some preaching stuff. I got some preaching stuff from it. Um, it's, a, it's a good, succinct commentary. It's got various good authors. It's not that deep, but it's really good for Bible study. And you can grab some nuggets out of there um, for some sermon prep. It's the Opening Up series. And again, this series has got various authors in it. Uh, let me just look at some other series as we're kind of wrapping down here. Pillar Commentary series done in 2008. New Testament only, various authors. This is an excellent commentary series with recent scholarship, great exegetical insight, and good hermeneutic in its application. Uh, when I wrote this paper, which was a while back, there was 11 volumes the set had there might be more now but this is a must-have the pillar commentary series is really a good solid commentary series um i put let me see i got i got five stars on it so that's that's something that i believe is a good good have let me see what else i got here for you guys i want to try to help you guys out a little bit i did the and i i, I did the greek the greek new testament that's a like i said you got to have some some knowledge of the greek there let me see if I can think of some some off my head. Oh, I got one from the... Okay, the word biblical commentary is another one that you got to be a little careful with. Second Peter and Jude uh, by Richard Bauckham. Second to none. This is from the word biblical commentary. Now, let me tell you something about Bauckham. Bauckham's an Anglican, but he, this guy knows what time it is. He's really... And if you're an amillennial, also, and I'm kind of skipping around, he has a... Uh, a little book on the uh, book of Revelation, which is excellent. And then he's got a bigger, thicker book, Climax of the Covenant, which is a thick, huge phone book on the book of Revelation. And Bauckham, I believe, really, he'll get you in the weeds in the book of Revelation. He really will. Now, obviously, he's on mill, but, but he doesn't trip on that. That's not his plight. He's a good, good source. If you're doing any study on the book of Revelation or preaching through it, again, he's he's dense. He's he's very knowledgeable in the area of, of, of Greek and, and especially the Roman background there. So that would be helpful. Listen, guys, I'm out of time. I, I know I kind of just kind of came in and got all over the map, but we can continue this discussion. I'm serious. Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail. I am. I love to talk about commentaries because I think that, um, you know, we like to have our work checked. I mean, but I, I don't want to do another kind of thing on commentaries. Maybe I will because I this did go fast. But I and I just wanted to let you know that I'm open for discussion with this. How's that? Especially now that I'm on the Christian podcast community. I'm open for discussion on commentaries. Again, Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail. So I am honored and, and thankful 
again, to for me, uh, Ashuk and, and Michael, Pastor Michael Teddy, to be involved in the Christian podcast community now. So uh, keep us in prayer. I'll keep you guys in prayer. Uh, this is Pastor Dominic Romaldi, Street Talk Theology. We take theology and we bring it to the streets. God bless you. Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. You can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online at www.desertskybaptist.org. Thank you.